Hi, good night and welcome to Bites Talk. My name is Jason Clark and tonight I'm joined by my fellow co-host, Mr. Damien Reed, Akim Nero, Hassani Evelyn, Mr. Dwayne Collymore. And tonight we're also joined by a very special guest, uh, someone who's um, definitely not a stranger to cricket. He's going to play cricket from Barbados from, uh, before, also for UE as well. And now turn uh coach. Uh yes, tonight we're joined by a very special guest, Mr. Jason Paris. Hi, good night, guys. Thanks for the introduction. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Not a problem, man. All is well. Glad to hear that. Glad to hear that. Uh, how are the how are the guys doing tonight, man? How are the guys doing? Nero, you know, you got checking with you. You Lakers looking pretty okay. Only four turnovers from Russ last night. LeBron, uh, LeBron. How are you feeling with you Lakers now? We're racing for the Swift, buddy. You just want the name. We get there. We get there. We get there. We get there. Not too high, not too low. Okay. We had a break last week, so I hope the guys good, huh? Pardon me? Yeah. We had, we had a, we had a little break. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hope the guys good. Glad to hear that. I mean, I mean, I mean he lady asked me to show you, um, Zidane Clark's mom. Big, mm. big up to her. Mm. She said she'd be watching tonight. Big up to her. She started up my, my online banking, man. I'll be made mock me. So, who's she near, babe? You know she has just Zidane Clark, mom. Man, you, you, all, you, you use me, you son. Got, you can't be a woman. You just call me Zidane Clark, mom. You got that is what that is what that is what was introduced to me buddy i i because when i went to her she just she uh, i can't remember she asked me a question give she the card yeah, explain the situation and then i give she the card and and she said you don't know me and i was like not really and no she asked what you were doing the show last week that's what she asked but yeah that's what i know her eyes is saying <laughs> you know, you know what everybody's approach Rasta man just cheese on females approach Rasta man all business. Hey, I ain't getting in that. I ain't getting in that. I ain't getting in that. You really are the best in the world. I get jump right into the thick of things here with JP. Um, like I said, uh, introduction JP. You know, you're definitely you not know, straight to the cricket. You know, when whenever you see JP, you, you get. You, you take Charlie Army, but you, you also we get again the Charlie Army part a little later on in the show. But um, yeah, I want to start with cricket aspect of things. Um, you know, I like to get to the to the nitty gritty. I like to know, you know, how how did you first uh fall in love with the game and how did that come about? Well, basically, I um I fell in love in the game in terms of like village cricket. Um, I had a, a gentleman next next door to me, uh, my neighbor. I couldn't really go outside and play um, as it would like, but he was the one who would come and collect me and take me up. And I was in, still in primary school. So he used to take me up the road and the guys used to play some road cricket up there. Mm. Um, and then as we got a little, I got a little older then, I started then planning my own cricket. You know, um, I had guys around me like Andrew Emptage and Sadiq Hill and a guy called Ricky Kadu and so on. Um, and we used to play our own cricket over at Carlton Club or down at the bottom of the gap, you know. So we had a real liking for cricket. We used to play cricket every single day, you know, um, Kevin Stout as well. Mm. So we we had a, a pretty good team of guys who used to play cricket. 
Um, we also had Jamal Smith and so on in those guys from the farm, you know, quite close to us as well. So we used to play a lot of cricket. I started to organize games against um, guys from Free Hill and, you know, across the community. So I really had a liking for cricket. And then I went on to the Addison Secondary School where, you know, obviously there's a cricketing school. So I continued there. What's a cricketing school? Well, when I say cricket school, you know, um, when I say that, um, Energy has a very rich history um, of cricketers. Um, guys like Philo Wallace, Carl Bess. Um, when I went there, I, I butt up on guys like Shirley Clark. Um, you had Corey Yearwood as well. Guys like Dwight Boyne, Suleiman Ben. Um, you know, the list goes on and on. So we had a fair amount of cricketers. Yeah, okay. Well, it's, it's fair enough, fair enough. And, um, you know, I, I see now that you, you um, I'm going to fast forward now to the coaching aspect of things. We would have had uh, guys like Kate St. Hill. We would have also had Jamal Smith. Now those are guys too that um, would have gone on to, you know, the, the coaching side of, of cricket. Um, for you, someone like yourself now, I just wanted to know, you know, what, what, what propelled that? What might you say, you know, well, you know, I, I no longer play cricket, but I want to I wanna um, go over to the coaching. Well, I was coaching for a very long time. Um, I, I'm a teacher for over 20 years, and I'm also a coach for over 20 years. Um, so I always, I was always in the Creative Cricket program. Um, where we used to coach um, after school, um, the West Indies Cricket Board. So I used to, you know, more or less coach the the, the youth, um, the juniors, and that kind of thing. I, I kind of prefer to coach the youth. When I say that, in terms of obviously, you know, I wear many different hats. So around the time of that other hat. You know, in terms of club cricket, I, I, I don't normally be available like that um, to basically coach a club. But throughout the year, I coach at school, I coach the kiddie cricket. So, you know, we have like basically like six or seven schools that we go to um, and we coach there. Um, unfortunately, the kiddie cricket program is no longer. Um, for some reason, I don't know. I, I am kind of baffled as into why that program has halted. But we don't have that program going on anymore. Um, so therefore, I I really had a dream to next year I would have been opening it, my business officially. However, due to COVID um, and my son and so on and some some boys around me, I felt it necessary to you know basically launch that business this year. Um, I mean, it's it's not only cricket that I'm looking at. You know, I think cricket has to go hand in hand with education. Um, we have to know how to use our brains. It's very important. And oh, that's, a that's a fact. You know, it's, and it's clearly, especially the twenty side. But go ahead. Of course, you know, and that is something <laughs> that is definitely a problem. And you know, I I want to be different in in what my school is offering. I'm not looking at this just having an academy or whatever. I'm merging education with the sport, and then obviously the sensitization of jobs that are included in sport because some people seem to think that sport is not important and there are no jobs that are being offered or whatever but as you guys will know because you guys are sporting uh sports enthusiasts you will know the amount of jobs that are connected to sports not only cricket but you know all over the world and sportsmen are the best paid in the world but we seem to have a different idea here in the caribbean for some reason um i think it's about education so i'm here to link some education we haven't started that part of things as yet but as soon as the year turns, I have I have some teachers already put in place to start the education side of things. So we're going to be doing it a little different, you know. So I'm looking forward to that. Sounds good, JP. I like the sound of that. As I said, you know, education is a 
education is a big aspect of uh, of, of, of the sport you know like of course people 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 don't understand that you know it's alright to have the it's alright to have the, 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 the raw talent but you know you all got something in between it to control that talent of course and um you know I'm pretty pretty sure Colin was gonna ask this question uh so sorry Colin Murphy for, for, for stealing your question for someone who who who's knowing the coaching um how 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 easy was it for you uh to, to actually segregate into that um into that part of, of cricket do you think you know just wondering if you think that you know more can be done to to to, to seek out young coaches or just wanted to know what was that process like to get actually get into the coaching well you know i was in coaching for a very long time you know um as i said i i basically was teaching and coaching because when i you know at primary school when you're going there you have to be a jack of all trades so when I went into primary school, I immediately, you know, I'm a microcading background. I, I was asked to coach the basic coach the school team. So from there on, I was basically coaching in there. And then at Empire Club as well, I went straight into the role of coaching under, um, you know, the stewardship of Mr. Jeffrey Matt. So my vacation for, for, for I wasn't relaxing in my vacations. I basically went to Empire Club in the summer and I was coaching there as well. So as I said, basically my full 20 years I've been teaching because I like to call coaching teaching as well. Huh? Um, so I've been teaching, whether it be the aspect of teaching cricket or teaching um, school um, academics or whatever. So for me, I was in it a long time. So, um, you know, I I don't know. I, I think that it, it came pretty natural to me. Um, and uh, to be honest with you, with the the background of education and Erdiston Teachers College and university and so on. You know, I was able to put all these things into practice where the coaching is concerned. So as I said, I basically was, I was built to teach. I love to teach. Yeah. So for me, coaching comes very natural. Obviously, but you at um, Lane Grove a couple of weeks ago, we, we spoke for a camp 45 minutes, you know, during the um, lunch interval, um, I'm not yet. I'm knowing from a few years back when I used to me and Liam used to go down Empire practice as as youngsters, and you were always like you say you was coaching from that time. Used to give us some catching, and you know you made it fun. But um, I just want to ask you about how was it playing in that Empire club at that time? The Eagles in the dressing room, and then going on to represent Barbados. What it meant to you? Boy, I I, I had a really good time um, playing for Empire over the years. Um, I have to speak of Roland Holder. You see Roland Holder? Roland Holder is a tremendous guy. A tremendous guy. I learned so much from Roland Holder, especially about batting and, and that kind of thing. Um, for me, you know, like having guys like Roland Holder in the dressing room, and then you had somebody like Ricky Hoyt. I don't know if you guys would have known much of Ricky Hoyt or whatever, but playing with Ricky Hoyt, he was a wicket keeper batsman for Barbados as well. And playing with Ricky Hoyt was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. He made batting very, very easy. Um, contrasting styles to, to Roland all together. Very cool, very jovial kind of fella. But you were also able to learn from him. Then you had people like Sherlin Graves in the dressing room as well. Another very good player. Very, you know, he, let me tell you, a stalwart. You know, some, we, we didn't get to play with these guys or see them in their prime and, and stuff like that. But judging from at their age, the, the, the skill level that they still have, there were no doubt tremendous players. Um, I also had a guy called Mike Innes as well. He also played for Barbados as well, an opening batsman. 
So we had him as well, giving us lots of advice. Um, we also had Carla Bess as well, coming to the dressing room. We had Patterson Thompson as well. Uh, you know, we had so many guys in there with experience, Barbados and West Indies experience. And what I enjoyed most about that was the fact that these guys always came back from tours and all those came and imparted knowledge. Um, for me, after cricket is also a big, a big, big part of it. And these guys usually will stick around. You know, people kind of knock us for the for after drinks, okay. cricket. But we learn a lot. We learn a lot through that. You know, so you have a, a beer, you have a whiskey or whatever, but you're listening to the stories and so on. And a guy might point out something to you, you know, JP, with that new ball, you got to go a little earlier, you know, sometimes leave some balls early. And you learn, you learn a lot from that. I am very worried about that now because, um, one, with COVID, there are definitely going to be a lot of guys who are going to exit the cricket. The older guys, for sure, a lot of them are just going to go out of the cricket. Somehow, COVID is just making people old. So, a lot of guys, <laughs> are, yeah, a lot of guys are going to exit the cricket, and you're going to miss a lot of that um, in the dressing room. All right. So, for me, that is one casualty already where COVID is concerned, because guys now as well are not going to be that attracted to cricket anymore because. You know, believe it or not, you have lost so many spectators. I'm talking about those old guys. Polymer will tell you those old guys that would sit on the shed and stuff like that. These guys, yeah. you know, we have to be just hearing this body pass away, this body died, COVID, this thing. So, I mean, like, we literally, well, Empire has a big base. So, we have a lot of guys that will be footballers that will watch cricket. But in terms of the spectators that are cricket people, those older guys, a lot of them have passed on. You know, it's unfortunate. And I don't know about you guys, but I, I like to play cricket with people watching. I don't want to play cricket with two dogs and a cat, you know, like watching. They want to play cricket and people out there, you know, feeling the feeling the vibe, you know, for the game and cheering you on and stuff like that. And Colin Murray would know how empowered people are. You know, they take yeah, cricket sure. very serious <laughs> at Empire. Yeah. A very serious place, sure. you know? If you during the week. If you do nonsense Saturday and Sunday during the week, you go into a business place, a bank, a, don't care where you go. Somebody is an Empire fan and telling you what nonsense you did or telling you got paid. You know, but those are some of the things that for me I really enjoyed about Empire, the spirit for sure, on and off the field. And then the Barbados, going out to represent Barbados. Well, going out to, Bar to represent Barbados for me was was challenging for me because when I say challenging. Um, I would have came through youth cricket. So I played um, on the 15 cricket. I was fortunate to be a part of the first ever on the 15 Barbados team to leave these shores. Um, we, we came second. And then fortunately for me, the second year I was captain and we won all the matches in St. Lucia. So that was a good start for me. Um, I then went on to, to represent then the, on the 19s there. Um, again, we had some some really good guys um making up the under 19 outfit as well um we were also winners here in I think 1999 we call it nortel i don't know if you guys were around that time but we were champions here in barbados in the nortel um so for me that was a very good start then the next year i was captain as well did very well um in guyana um actually was on the west indies all-star team um then went on then from there basically then to club cricket and then just a couple of years but for me it was a real battle because you had guys at like sherwin campbell you had Philo wallace you still had shirley clark 
Adrian Griffin. Black too. We and Blackman, but we're we and Blackman as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so you had a lot of guys that were ahead of you. Um, and then for me, um, and I would speak about it. For me, I I, I then after youth cricket, I had a couple of years in there that I I, I kind of like I just obviously I, I was always a big guy, but I kind of fell out of favor because you know, although I was making lots of runs, people tend to like slim people, you know. So for me, I had a battle over the years um, to keep my place due to the fact that, you know, not that I wasn't making runs, not that I wouldn't train hard as the other guys, but there's some selectors and the, obviously there's some commentators as well. I hear you guys speaking of Andrew Mason, but he for sure was one to really give you a really hard time. Um, so I was kind of in and out, kind of in and out um, due to that. Fortunately for me, I was I, I then went to the university as well. So university then there again it was a part of a team you now that was the first for the first time the university wrestlers were included in the Red Strike Bowl. I had a very good tournament there as well. Um so I was really happy that I still got the opportunity um you know to play at the regional level, even though I was kind of in and out of the Barbados team, that kind of way. But I was able to you know, made the best of that opportunity and represent the University of the West Indies. So then over the years, then coming down through my 20s like that, I was just in and out, kind of in and out the Barbados team. Would, and the thing about early on with the Barbados cricket, they only had five games. So mm-hmm. you imagine only five games, so you could easily be on the bench for five games. I took a lot of water, I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> then, then, yeah, I was serious. It took a lot of water, boy. And then after that, when they included introduced the 10 games, I got in a couple games as well, but never a full season, never a full season. Um, that was always the real sad thing about it. But I kept on, I, I just kept on fighting with it, I kept on making my hundreds. You know, I got some 30 hundreds at division one level, and you know, I I just love the cricket, so I kept on playing. But then, you know, I some people would say that I finished kind of early, um, which I probably did. Um, in a sense, the, but for me, I then kind of turned to community and part of the community was, you know, obviously you guys know Chocolate Army and so on. Um, so I felt that, you know, my energy could have been done, you know, could have been there to, to do a little more. So then I kind of switch over to the entertainment as well, which I, I really love. So, you know, that is basically, I, I was a hard fighter. <laughs> I would say, I, I want to say, like, I got to say, like, thanks to people like Courtney Brown as well, because, you know, to me, I think Courtney Brown was one of the people that were instrumental in opportunities that I got and stuff like that. Um, so, uh, for me, I, I love playing with Courtney Brown and Tino and, and so on, you know, Dwayne Smith and these guys. So, for me, I had a, you know, I, I didn't play all, all the games, but I had a good career. I had a good time playing cricket. Yeah, GP. Oh, sorry, sorry. Good night, Mama. You come here, you come here. I hear the legend of JP. JP is a storyteller. I hear waiting for some story, JP. All I, I hear for stories. <laughs> JP stories. Man said JP is a storyteller, and I hear for you stories. I, I just want to hear some stories. I was no yeah, Teddy give me one. He found this moment well played for um Barbados yeah, amongst that crop. Yeah. I'm also a problem with Suli and Ryan and Tino and those guys. Tino and then they're a 
Many things. I, I, I hear things. I mean, I when you say stories, I, I don't know. I don't know. You know how to how to, to phase in stories because there's so many stories, and we are cricketers, so we know how stories go. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, give me some games that it was legendary, like banter. Yeah, we just want to hear that. We love that. We love it. Well. For me, I can tell you something, guys. Playing with Tino Bess is one of the best things ever. If you want a story, it is Tino Bess, boy. Let me tell you something. Yeah? And yeah. even though, like, I, I move around or whatever, people, like, kind of, you know, like, I don't want to say they hate on Tino, but a lot of people don't understand Tino Bess. Huh? And for me, Tino Bess went to primary school with me at Eagle Hall Primary School. Huh? And I really enjoy playing cricket with Tino Best. Let me tell you something, right? When Tino Best is on, here we tell you, the Lord help you. When Tino is on, Tino, Tino is something serious. You know, like the passion and the emotion that Tino really puts into the game is something really serious. And at the end of the day, playing with Tino, you know, like you have to be strong. You cannot be weak playing with Tino Best. I am telling you. And the reason that Tino is so strong is that Tino didn't have it easy. Like, Tino was in youth cricket and never played with cricket for Barbados. And I remember Tino like, crying or sad and stuff like that around youth cricket and so on. And when I saw this guy, Tino Best, about age 20 or whatever, around the BDS sports program, let me tell you something, right? Tino bowled at me one day, right? And I was so shocked that this is short Tino Best. I mean, the guy was flying. And let me tell you something, right? Tino said, JP, I am going to kill you today. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I mean, hands and I, Jason, hands and I, you know, we were there like, this is the same Tino Best. We could not believe it. Like, this guy was passion and emotion. I mean, raw talent. Raw, raw talent. And I like to talk about Tino because Tino is one of the guys that came from nowhere. Like, came from nowhere. Worked hard and... Tino was able to make a career. And I, I for me, Tino is a story for many youngsters to, to really emulate. Tino, I'm telling you, Tino is one of them people that work hard at his game, um, going to gym. Even though at 44, when well, I see Tino, Tino is always telling me, JP, see the abs? You see, I'm working hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tino, yeah, I'm telling you. So, like, for me, playing with Tino, yeah, play with Tino. And let me tell you something. If you, when Tino bowling, you catch a ball off Tino. Let me tell you something. One time I was at stick and I took a catch off Tino. Tino only pulled me in the boundary. Let me, when, T, when Tino is on, he's on. I'm telling you. So for me, playing with Tino best is one of those things. Another guy that I played with that really, for me, that really stood out was Dwayne Smith. Dwayne Smith was another, was another very talented cricketer. I'm talking about from on the 19th level. Um, let me tell you the story. I remember captaining Dwayne. Well, I was a captain that year. That was Nortel here in Barbados. And Dwayne got dropped 11 times at Kensington Oval. I was batting with him. 11 times on all over the field. Just drop, drop. So, you know, obviously I going down. I going down and they talking to Dwayne. And they saying with Dwayne, Dwayne, you know the wind blowing. I bring a little sense into the thing. So with Dwayne, you can't hit it against the wind because the wind will hold it in the air. You must JP, I going hard. I going hard. I going hard. Listen, I literally just went hard. I mean, when it comes to confidence, it's Dwayne Smith. 
If Dwayne Smith yeah. hit Uni Harbor, Dwayne Smith be leaving Uni Harbor, that he hit Uni Harbor. That's one of the guys for me that really got that raw talent and self belief. Um, you know, you guys spoke about Ryan Hines. Ryan Hines is easily one of the best, the best, one of the best cricketers I've ever played with. Very, very good. Very, very good all wrong ability. I'm talking about from on the 15 days up to even now. A very good cricket brain, you know. Um, very good player, very good batsman. They used to call him young Lara when he was when he was younger. Um, that all wrong ability always has the knack for taking the wicket, all always has the knack for taking a really good catch. Um, so for me, Ryan Hines is easily the best cricketer for me that I would have played with in terms of being all wrong. Um, obviously, Suleiman Bay, fantastic cricketer as well, very good spirit that never say a die attitude, that kind of thing. Um, Patrick Brown as well. Keeper, I can't I have to speak about a keeper. Patrick Brown, a real, a real lost talent, a real Seven. lost talent. I'm telling you, like Patrick Brown is easily, easily for me one of the best cricketers I've ever played with. For real, I, I, I would say that to you for sure. Patrick Brown, very good player. I know you have hands. Excellent Pardon? hands. I know excellent. Excellent. Hands. Love to see you back, man. Love to see back. Very grateful. Let me tell you something. I remember. When I was um in on the 15 and Patrick Brown came out to bat with me, you know, was you had a crease with a guy, you batting well, but you you tell yourself I will like to bat it, Patrick Brown. Like when I tell you this man, when Patrick Brown play forward at the ball, cheese mm. man. You, you this I talking about like style, charisma, tongue me, everything, head perfect position, elbow, everything, man. Patrick Brown for me was one of the cricketers that I believe should have gone a lot further. That's the truth. Patrick Brown was a, a lost talent. Is a real lost talent. That's the truth. Yeah, Jeffrey. You know me as sure, but I changed now. Commonly known as Fed now. I know <laughs> when I was an impaired JP, you know, I had a couple years playing with you. You understand? And it was good times. Good times. That's the truth. You know, a lot of jokes, a lot of vibes, a lot of, a, a lot of sledge in the box, man. <laughs> but then I it, but then I was shocked because I remember at the time you told me, well, man, sure, it's too much time consuming now. It's becoming time consuming. I, I, I really feeling the, the, the chocolate army vibe, you know? And at that time, I was young to crop over. Jimmy man come and jump, stop going down. Mostly impaired men going down. And it was a good, it was, it was a great experience. I want to know, like, like what really pushed JP in the direction of just sacrificing his his time and, and, and hard work into cricket and then saying, you know what? I got into the entertainment business. And when you went into that entertainment business, it was full focus. I remember like, I remember me was see me say my JP JP said, nah, don't don't see like me because I can't make it this Saturday. Can't make it this Saturday for I mean, it was vexed. People used to be cruel. And I was warning about impaired. Impaired men let me know, but man was cruel, man, JP. JP go and play this song, so cricket. If you want to go from the club. But JP still never switched from that, 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 that movement towards entertainment business with Charlie Army. I hope it begins since then, man. Yeah, man. You know, people people don't really understand, right? People, people like to understand what they feel to understand. Now, in terms of Chocolate Army, and at the time it was Villagers International. Um, correct, correct. Yeah, what I created was not necessarily for people, just a, a band and jumping in. That was bringing my community together. You understand? If a guy doesn't live in a community, he doesn't understand it. 
So you would you would say what well, you see all kind of thing, but you see you see the entertainment. It brought my community together, you know. And one thing I know for sure, like people who don't who don't come from a big circle called the ghetto or the community, they don't understand how it is. And for me, I remember my community kind of like pulling apart a little bit, you know. And I said, well, the truth was, I really got into entertainment due to touring for Barbados because I mean Kevin and myself, where we go up to Jamaica, we going pasa pasa. So we used to go to a lot of pasta passes, yeah. So we, we know when it's off time or whatever, we go to a pasta passa and, you know, we talking that. And the first event it really held was something called Pitch Black Dance Off. Um, I will never forget it. I mean, like, talk about people. I mean, at the uh, it was at the after that, years ago. And we did this fact there. And Kevin and those guys, they had a, a, a group called Yellow Tape. I don't know if you guys know about Yellow Tape. Yeah, and so on. <laughs> yeah those guys used to dance, dance a lot. Yeah, people got some people that might not know it after dark, was it? Yeah. <laughs> 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 a history lesson there for people. Yeah, but, but the after dark, the after dark is in St. Lawrence Gap. Um, obviously, at that time, the after dark was a real, real big party spot. Um, I don't even know what party spots now because we don't go anywhere. Especially, if you're, especially <laughs> after dark, man, after dark, after dark, man, highly dubs, man, man, yeah. going here, just see clothes, <laughs> you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's so true, boy. You had the sweat box, you had the sweat room there. So I mean, you know, we had some good times, and in, in the after dark, I don't even know if people know about Club Extreme, you know, and, and that was so recent the other day. And you guys know cricketers, we like a good time out. So we we did our fair a share of partying and going out. Um, but for me, amongst that partying and and jumping and stuff like that it was about the community for me and it still is um when we do our chocolate army you know we, we, we do some give backs in the community we're back to school and different things like that so what i do is not necessarily people would say with well, jp making the world of money or whatever but it's not even about that it's, it's about being able to pull the community together being able to do some gives back give backs you know we, we've donated shane blacking and myself we've donated to so many different schools and stuff like that across Barbados and so on. Because the youth is the future. Um, in years to come, JP won't be able to jump in any band and they have to depend on the youth to come and jump. You know, my son, my daughter, and him. So at the end of the day, you have to help these people to develop. And that's what Chocolate Army is also about. We we, we deal with development. But I love culture. I, I, I love to plan. I love to, I love to have a theme. And I, I love to go and get designers and we work together i like a whole i like a whole production um the truth is i really want to do a, a actual uh mass band so although i do four them morning they enjoy four them morning we have a really good time i really want to do a mass band even if it's just once i really want to deliver a mass band in barbados a mass band of quality 2022 yeah. pardon uh, 2022 no, no, 2022. I, I, I don't think that we are going to have anything really major going on. <laughs> I, I, I am telling you. I, I am right. sure afraid to see Pardon? Sure will I, JP? Never know. No. It's looking, it looking, it looking bad, but... I, I'm not sure about that. And, and let me just give you a reminder that the tickets in England are sold out. Eh? So just be careful in January. I am optimistic. I am optimistic because, as I said, I love my culture. And culture, entertainment plays a very big part in the development of Barbados. Um, I'm going to use it a little different now because, as I said, I, I, I'm pushing my cricket school. So for me, I'm going to use my entertainment more so to, let's say, fund it. But I'm going to put a lot more 
of that into the actual school um, to try to help a lot more of the young cricketers in Barbados. Because for me, I really would like to be able to deliver a scholarship, a cricket scholarship. If I can do that, I would feel like a champion. I would like to deliver a cricket scholarship for some young man. I want to say a young man, my, my friends, they they they, they call me the poor people governor. But it's not even about being a poor people governor, but I know how I grew up. Yeah, and I, I grew up poor. You know, people will see me now, but I grew up poor. I worked hard. You understand? So I would like to be able to get a scholarship and award it to somebody coming out to the ghetto um, and send them up to England, even um, up to the States, because the States now are they're, they're developing their cricket culture as well. So I'm pretty sure that just now they're going to have a lot of cricket and sports within their um, university geared towards cricketers. So for me, you know what? That's what it's all about for me. I, I just want to see young people do well, man. I just want to see people develop. Um, you know, I grew up in a, you know, a community that was people would say that was known for violence and that kind of thing. And I feel good to know that myself and other guys that are around me, we did not end up in the law hands, the law's hands or anything. We were able to turn that energy and channel that energy into some positive things. So for me, that's what it's all about. Well, yeah, JP, also, how do you? Um, I, I, oh, sorry, go on, Reedy. Go on, go on, go on. Yeah, cool, cool, Faye. Um, you're talking about the cricket school and I think that you want to implement in the near future. So, you and you're talking about the kiddie cricket program and stuff like that. How difficult is it dealing with little children? Like getting them to concentrate or understand the basics instead of versus dealing with an adult. And then I see in bio, you got um certified in child protection. Elaborate on that a little bit. Right, well, child protection, that's one of the courses that um the Western Square Board and UNICEF they collaborate to put on. Um I would have done that under um it was Robin Paris uh, at the time. Um, all the kiddie great coaches had to do that course. Um, child protection, that covers a lot of things. That that covers um, the fact that you, you ought to know some CPR as well. Um, it also covers how you deal with um, players, how you deal with, because, you know, obviously we coach females, you coach males. Um, you think about coaching, especially young players as well. You may not have to do it so much with adults, but with young players, you, you definitely may have to touch a young player. So you have to be very careful um, when you're touching young players and how you touch young players and where you touch young players, right? So child protection, that eases in a little bit of that as well. Um, how you actually deal with players in terms of the things that you will say to them as well. Um, obviously, the psychology of the game. You know, if you, you, you're coaching a young man um, and you want to tell him, man, get down, you're too fat. You know, that, that that's that's something that, was, you know, <laughs> you know, was something that really deter a player or whatever, or really give a guy a, you know, a really bad feeling or whatever. You, you have to use kind of uplifting words, always try to be encouraging or whatever. You know, sometimes you might tell yourself that a player is not doing doing it correctly, all right, and you may be a, a way off, but you still have to encourage. You still have to encourage that player to, to do it and to, to try and practice because at the end of the day, we all know that when we went to school, we didn't go to school writing. You had to learn to write. And we are adults now. And I believe they have some people that can't even write up to know, you know. But at the end of the day, you can't deter a guy um, if he is not forming a letter, how you may want him to form that letter. You have to give him some time. So you have to, you have to, you know, you have to administer patience. 
So child protection has a lot to do with those things, the psychology of the game, obviously doing things like CPR and, and that kind of thing as well, knowing those kind of things, how to um, obviously having certain things where you, um, you should have a kit, obviously have a kit with you as well in case a player gets injured, basic things like that, have ice and access to ice and that kind of thing. Um, a whole heap of things like that, you know, obviously have, just making sure that you keep that player safe. And I think really they had a first part of that question to right. really, um, <laughs> what's that one? Um, dealing with, dealing with, dealing with oh, yeah. youngsters, how difficult is it compared to caution yeah. on <laughs> You know, you, you know, we might say that youngsters are difficult, but you know, adults were difficult because adults <laughs> believe they know. Yes. Adults be, believe they know. But that's and, very true. And I can tell you something, right? Young players are very coachable. Um, they're very, very coachable. In fact, I at the school, I, I, I think I push for six year olds and up um, because I know there's also a group called the Tiny Tots as well. And I, I like the, I kind of have a plan in terms of structure. So for me, I like the fact that the tiny talks are there as well. So you have the tiny talks that will deal with the children up to about age five. And I said, well, you know, I would take over then from age five, I would take six and up. Um, but believe it or not, funny, funny or not, I have had plenty calls um, for children that are age two and three. I actually have a young man that I was coaching for the last couple of weeks that just turned three, you know, and I enjoy coaching him. You know, some of the things that you're going to do, you know, you have to scale them down and scale them down and stuff like that. But the thing about these young players, they're always enthusiastic. And that is something that motivates teachers and that's something that motivates coaches. Um, when you have people who want to learn, you are always motivated to teach. You know, um, sometimes, you know, in terms of big adults or whatever, like, for example, I focus on drills. I focus on the skills element, the fundamentals. So... I don't come up there with a big ball and machine and just put balls in and you hit balls. That's what big men want to do. There are guys who have never scored a run in their life, but they want to hit a thousand balls from a ball and machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like, I can't be wrong. No, I'm serious. Like, <laughs> I remember reading um, a, a little documentary from um, Coley, and Coley was saying that he always turns back to his primary school coach and stuff like that. And his primary school coach uses drills, throwing the ball to him, drop balls. I mean, Cody and those guys hit thousands of balls. So their their repetition is really good at doing things right, right? We in Barbados, we bat for 15 minutes. We get two bouncers, a full toss. <laughs> so at the end of the day, yeah, yeah so, so at the end of the day, how can we practice driving the ball through covers if we don't get the ball in that area? Yeah. How can we practice an on drive if we don't get the ball in that area? That's a fact. How do we practice a late cut if we don't get the ball in that area? The only yeah. way you can do that is by drills. Yeah. Because more often than not, you can throw a ball into a particular area, a weakness that a player has in repetition. Because you have to repeat it and repeat it until that player gets it right. And that is why I'm so big on drills. And I'm also very big on one-on-one -on -one coaching. You understand? I'm all, I'm big on, you know, you can have two guys working together, a pair. You can have a small group session as well. I like those sessions. I don't like to coach. I don't like this thing where you have 15 and 20 guys in a semicircle hitting the ball to them. I don't like that. I don't like that coach. I think coaching should be personalized. Learning is also personalized. Um, so I believe that 
cricket should be personalized as well, right? So one-on-one -on -one coaching is very important. The distractions, you don't have um, the, the player is a lot more focused. He's not looking around. He's not, you know, it's like the classroom. You have a guy in a classroom by himself and you're teaching him. He's, he tends to be more focused than if he has about 15 other students around him. He recognizes that somebody has a sharp in the deer. He recognizes somebody truly rubber across the class. If it's just myself and the student, it's just two of us. So I love one-on-one -on -one coaching. Um, I like I can I can have a pair of coaching as well, uh, where you can have two guys working together because that's fun, especially when you're doing different drills in terms of fielding or catching. It's always good to have guys working together. One can motivate the other, um, that kind of thing. And small group sessions. And I mean, for me, small group sessions work just fine, especially now since you have COVID. So that is why I really introduced bubble coaching. Yeah, so bubble coaching, you have one-on-one, -on -one, two, two, two guys from the same household, three persons or four people from the same household, and that works out very fine for me. Um, I, let me just say that I had to really adjust my time in coaching. Some days I start at 7 a.m. Yeah, I mean like 7 a.m. So every every night I'm tired. Every night I'm tired. Every night I'm tired. And currently, you know, we have online school. I'm doing one or two courses as well. So I can tell you my plate is really full. But I am very motivated in coaching because, I mean, I have my son here and I do a lot of coaching with him. So even though that the the, kind, the world was kind of dumb or barbarous was kind of dumb, I still was doing a lot of work with my son. So for me, I, I enjoy that, you know, and that keeps me going. Um, a lot of people are not fortunate to have, um, you know, a cricketer living in their homes or whatever that they can continue running through things and coaching. So I'm very fortunate that I have my son here that is aspiring to go all the way um, as well. So for me, he was a very big motivation in me because I recognize that he just wanted to play the tablet. He wanted to play PUBG. Yeah, PUBG all the time. Yeah, and I, I, I took him on the passer to run a day. Could not even run a lap. And I, I said to myself, I told my wife, wait, with this thing, wait, boy. This coffee is easy at all. And I mean, my son is a small man. They call him Tin Man. So you can imagine, he's, he's slim, very slim guy. And he cannot get around the pasture. And I was like to myself, well, this COVID is really taken away from, from life, man. It is really taken away from life. I mean, I know COVID is up here and we have to be very cautious. But I am, I am worried because we found a recipe in terms of for education. We do online school. But yeah, we're not finding any recipe for sports people. And I have a problem with that. Like, I have a serious problem with that. That something is wrong with that. And you know what kills me? Like when we were growing up, I'm sure it happened to you guys. Everybody, your parents, everybody say, I want you to be a doctor. I want you to be a lawyer, Collie. I want you to be a lawyer, boy. I want you to be a follower in a suit, working a bank. And the thing about it is that cricketers make so much money. Cricketers make more money than any doctor, any lawyer. Why don't we want our children to be cricketers? <clears throat> I do understand. is cricketers or not? <laughs> well, 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 professional cricketers. Oh. <laughs> because I mean, I'm I'm going to allude to to someone that for me is a real professional cricketer, and that is Kevin Stout. Kevin Stout is a real professional cricketer because Kevin would play in England, Kevin would play in Trinidad, Kevin would play in the States, Kevin would go to Almost all over, all over the world, Kevin will go and watch the tournament there. Kevin said we'll go and play. I mean, he was a bit unlucky in terms of the fact he didn't go on to play more for play for the West Indies, but he's a professional cricketer who is still able to make a little change 
you know, from playing cricket. And I think that that is a very, a very positive thing. And I'm sure there are also a lot of other cricketers out there who fly up to England and make a little something to be able to support their families. I know Alcindor Holder is still very much a professional cricketer. Um, so for me, I know cricket is really supporting a lot of livelihoods as well. So I, that's a problem for me. I, I, I'm not seeing enough happening. Nothing is happening at all. Nothing is happening at all. I mean, this year, I remember I was working, my son got into the Center of Excellence and I was wondering what was happening. Center, the, Center of Excellence starting to be eight. And I was wondering, like, why, why is Center of Excellence starting to be eight? Uh, I am teaching their teachers as well. I started on time and I work up to be eight and they're now starting to be eight. Uh, and I'm wondering to myself, are we really serious? We've made sport at sports in Barbados. We made sport at sports in Barbados. We don't take it serious at all. You know, like, there are guys out there who want to be professional cricketers. A guy, even if a guy doesn't have to be, I mean, this guy, um, Peter Clark, who is the psychologist for the Australian, Australian team. Mm -hmm. um, I think he went to St. Michael's School. Yeah? QC. 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 Right. So he 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 didn't go on to play cricket for the West Indies, but he, go, he has gone on to be a part of a champion team in the Australian side in the form of a psychologist. So, like, He's probably making some pretty good bucks up there as well because Australia pays well. He's sad. He's sad. Yeah. So, so like, even if a guy, even if a guy doesn't become a West Indies cricketer, he can become so many different things in cricket. Yeah. You know, um, I remember speaking to Gary Bell a few weeks ago because um, I want, I wanted to, I want to introduce camera analysis to the boys for my um, next week, next two weeks. I'm going to do an assessment, so I want to put the boys on camera. So I was talking to Gary Bell, and Gary Bell was in Zimbabwe with the girls' team. Yeah? Best yeah. these girls. I was like, serious, Gary? <laughs> yeah, Gary, Gary was here. <laughs> and let me go to the job. There are only two people in Barbados that specialize in camera and video analysis. Two people. Him and Jamari. Yeah. Him and Two single people. And I'm like to myself, like, why we don't have more of these people in Barbados? Because um. it means that we can export the talent and we can get these guys working all over the world, like doing this video analysis and getting jobs and putting Barbados on the map. But JP, but, that not to cut you there. Well, hmm. as way well, you can come in, you you got the idea. I was no that was Roger to pitch it to you. You have you got the platform, and you could be the you could be the cal you could be the cavalier the cavalier to channel that because for me I think that. A lot of the cricketers need agents too. And as you say, you can have fellas from Barbados being agents for fellas for cricketers. So, you know, is it too full? So you got to be, you exporting talent as a cricket, the cricketer and the agent as well, who could probably branch off and have other athletes. Because the only way sports can evolve to is instantly seeing people i.e the me son fella sort crying down the man and you know them is want to me them is want the spotlight for themselves like like for themselves always 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 like it got both them them want to stand relevant but tell yourself you know what let me bring some youngsters on my on this belt here i bring them into commentary you know and therefore the sport will be evolving I ain't getting young to the chance, but for them, them to see everything as a track. Oh, but then you turn on listening, and you turn to hear that voice. So, 
I mean, it's a lot of work, but I think the young people go just grab it by your hearts and kick down the door and go on. So it's, it's people like you, JP, that can go fight, fight, you know, expand the academy, and you can go find it. Because I believe, as you said, there's money in sports. There's a lot of money. There's too much money in cricket to just let the big nations take out. Take out. It's too much. It's, it's, it's too much. Yeah, I think and the government has to be more supportive of, of these things as well. Huh? Because within within schools and so on, like, I, I want to say this, like I am a strong believer that every secondary school should have a cricket coach. Or uh, I remember you used to call it a games, is it called a games master? A, or master. games master kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um like let's let's look at it close here, fellas. At Commonmere School, you had Roddy Essay. And Kamamir has produced over 10 test cricket, over probably 10 international cricketers in the last 10 years. So you can please tell me why is there not a cricket coach attached to every school in Barbados? Like we are not serious. Like that work. So so why why would the government not decide to implement? I know the curriculum has physical physical education on it. So you can merge that along with the sport or whatever. And I'm not just being a catalyst for cricket. I'm being a catalyst for sports in general. So you you should have somebody specializing in volleyball, somebody specializing football. in netball, football, um, football. football. Yeah, Jesus cricket. Lord. I mean, like seriously, like, every school should have a man there sanctioned to deal with cricket. Cricket is our national sport. Our national living hero is Sagarfi Sorbas, who play cricket. Like seriously, like why? Are we still at this point? Well, Wait, are JP, we... we got two now. We got two now. We got two living now. You say one. We got two living. <laughs> but, uh, well, yeah, yeah. And obviously, we have Rihanna. Congratulations to her. But um, I want to say that we need support. The government needs to support sports a little more. Um, we have the perfect weather in Barbados, especially for off, off season. And our infrastructure... Is the pits like you see our you see our stadium our national stadium is the pits? We don't have a multi-purpose facility in Barbados to say that we are hosting anything. I remember going to the national stadium with some students um, a few years back, and a piece of metal from the roof in the state in the roof in the stadium dropped down, hit a young lady, and, and just cut her head. And the stadium is the stadium is still in the same condition. The stadium is still in the same condition. I mean, like, we need a ministry of maintenance or something. Like, we we can't be serious. Like, we, uh-huh. Barbados, I'm serious. Our, this our, is awful. Like, our, our we, we, we don't have a really international stadium for football or anything. Um, I mean, we have to maintain what we have in terms of Kensington Noble. So, uh, these are the kind of issues. Sports is behind. Sports is behind in Barbados. Whether it be cricket or football or anything, we, we, we are definitely behind. In, like, you can tell me why... In 2021, we don't have at least a semi-professional league in Barbados. I mean, whether, whether a fella get $100 a game or not, he can still go and buy a drink from the bar. So he can still pay somebody there that has employed the groundsman, the bartender, something. I, I am sure that a guy will be competitive for $100. I'm just oh, calling support. We pay for free. He will yeah, buy him gas too. Yeah, he will some gas. So anyway, it will lift the game. And we we really we, we really joking too because you see you see entertainment, young people not going to cricket to watch cricket anymore. When a market go by South City, 
I'll go up by uh, Lemonarba. It's a promotion. No. I enjoy seven. I enjoy seven seasons, sweet girls. No. Yeah. Why would a man want to go up by in Park Club now or in Spartan, Queen's Park to watch cricket? You could tell me. Yeah, I don't say so. Only, only to show you part now, boy. Yeah, go on. <laughs> I'm going. Nobody ain't doing that. Yeah. So I'm saying, yeah. like, we got to get with it. We have to be able to merge entertainment with cricket in Barbados. And even if you take some of those same promotions and take them to cricket games, but give a fella a reason to want to go to cricket so that it will keep the game built. I'm telling you, like, cricket is cricket has lost so much talent. You guys going to see just how much when sport open back because I can tell you for sure. I we are in Power Club and we struggle, like, we have three teams and we were struggling to complete our third team, which is the second division team. Because a lot of the guys that used to play in terms of the guys that were like over 40 and that kind of thing, those guys started to finish with cricket, those guys have to go to work to support their families, so they don't have that interest anymore. And we have some guys coming from secondary schools. And we want to be able to let them play because, like, in the intermediate team, you probably got 27 guys, so you can only play 11. So you may have a little spillover or whatever, and you want to have another team. But you're struggling because you don't have the senior guys anymore to prop up the side or to lead the cricket anymore. And, and that is a problem. And you can't blame people because, as you guys said, you're paying to play. You know, yeah. you're paying to play. So... What is the incentive now in playing in terms of playing cricket? I remember years ago you used to have the banks, the banks player the day. You used to get a case of beer at two hundred dollars or something. You don't even have that anymore. You don't yeah, even have don't that. incentives. No incentives. No incentives in cricket. I agree. Uh, uh, I just don't want to start this thing, but I agree, man. Because you don't want no incentives because even even on a Saturday, like you pay on Paris. Yeah. The Empire's guarantee. No, don't get me wrong. Empire's a very crucial part of the game. But with four players in the need for Empire's, you pay the Empire's 90 dollars. Some of these Empire's has made some of the worst decisions that Empire could make in the history of cricket. And no even, to, even to ask these guys with um, that pitch outside, make it yeah. like you, 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 you can't question them. You understand? And then a man that's trying to make a career now, a man on the trigger and blow he. <laughs> I see that thing in the paper so when he scored two, but then you know the decision was a hard decision, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. these are things that I've been saying for years. Like you cannot keep expecting I was 20 when they 27 when they first went at Yorkshire. Like uh time cricket. No, it's like to me, like if I miss cricket, all right, because you, you give so much of your time for cricket in this country to don't even get a uh token appreciation, a recognition. Not even for any club, you understand? You were player at a club for 20 years, brother. You Yeah, you play for Barbados, but that's of your time. You understand? And they ain't there for you. The club yeah, got hope yeah. that you bring through a youngster. You you cannot even get... And this is things to be serious. How we know that, as you said, JP, we joking about sports. There's no continuity in, in none of these sporting clubs. Like You can't go at each club and find a youth program. Madness. There's no way to be sick of allow primary schools to have an influx of 500 boys or 600 boys every year. And you tell me there are no programs to say, well, look, where's the halls of cricket in school? We can locate them with some, some are in Paris, some are Spartan, Westbury. These are the things that we, I've been asking for, but it's always here, man, in the money. And as I think these things don't take money, they, they don't be the money, but you, you see, 
one, two use themes game power is every week. Mm-hmm. Every week, you understand? Then you can tell me they got sponsors, but I get sponsors free cricket then. It's time mm-hmm. that sports get proactive and cricket. As you said, JP cricket behind, man. Cricket really behind. And that's the truth. I hope that with this academy, I honestly, I hope that Joe for use the platform. I hope you look at Rihanna as an example. Joe put Joe for on the global stage. You understand? He got he got the platform where he can make a change. You understand? And I honestly hope and I wish that he will use the platform to really make a positive change. Even if you create some sort of, as you see, academy, he creates some sort of plan, and along that lines, some sort of tournament. You understand? So just use the platform. Use the platform. Don't just go through the system and come back and do the same thing as some um, before he did. That's the truth, man. Well, what, what, what I want to say, though, because it would be re- remarkable to me not to mention his stepfather, um, Patrick Wraith. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Patrick, Patrick definitely um, is the kind of the pioneer um, behind the facility. Um, obviously, he was planning. I did my my school, and, you know, Patrick and I are very close. And Patrick said, well, you know, obviously, you're going to have to house the school somewhere. So um, then I took it then the opportunity to work with Patrick um, by his by the facility at uh, his home. Um, and uh, let me say that I was I was I was really honored to to, to obviously with being in the company of Jofa for a good couple of weeks because you know Jofa was here in Barbados for a while resting up. Um, and I mean Jofa really has a passion. He's a, he's a young guy. He's still young. Obviously, he's still growing. He's still maturing. Um, but what it says, he, he has the right people around him, um, his, his stepdad and his mom and so on. And we, we all, you know, we all spoke and so on. So it is a situation where I am, I am not an academy. You know, let me just put that out there. I am not an academy. So any academy can send their boys to learn the basics about my school. I am not an academy. Um, what I would say though, is that the Patrick, um, and 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 so on. He he is developing the academy. So for me, I would be the one to facilitate um if there's remedial work need done and, and stuff like that. Obviously, I work with the academy as well because it's housed there. So I work with my boys, and then we have some older guys that come as well. So we work with all of them. Um, it's Patrick's mission to really we want to bring back that village life, that village cricket life. So we want to take the boys that we are coaching. This, when things are open up, of course, we want to take these boys then around Barbados and be able to play games. Obviously, this is when COVID, um, you know, has died down. So we're going to coach our boys in our one-to-one focus, small groups, and then we're going to put things together to travel around Barbados. Um, so I, if there's anybody from Rubis listening, I, I would need a gas sponsor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to move around the island and try to play some games in villages and you know and, and try to bring back the life to the cricket because it is definitely dying uh, uh really not sure if you had any other questions really uh i got a more okay okay sunny um well JP, will you see will you see yourself in the next five years coaching coaching was with really, in terms of the academy next five years will you see will you see we will take it in that five years 
Oh boy. I hope that Miss Mia Mormont is listening on this podcast. I, I definitely hope that I really I really will have I want to own my own indoor school, my own indoor facility where I can have um all the nets inside of there, and then I want to have like a classroom there as well. Because I also want to bring parents, and I, I want to say this that I, in the next couple of years, I, well, probably next year for sure, I want to go into something called parent coaching. Yeah, I want to go into that because I think cricket also starts at the parents. Yeah, and it is very, very important to have parents that are on board. I keep saying all the time to guys, I remember when I, when I was a little boy and I wanted to play cricket, and I had no cricket gear. Yeah, and my mom, my mom, with that little salary that she had, she believed in Kia Shepherd. So my mom went to Kia Shepherd and charged my first set of credit gear. I would never forget, fellas. I, I, and I hold my mom really high because my mom produced my first set of credit gear for me. Yeah, and I, I, I hope dads are listening because for me, dads are kind of let, let down sometimes. I want to share something with you guys. All the guys that have gone on to play cricket at the higher level have the support of their fathers. Let me say it again loud and clear. All the guys, the players that have gone on to Barbados and beyond have the support of their fathers. Men want to let it down the place. Men got to step up. You can have more good players if men step up. Because the things that my mom wouldn't know, my dad, who was a farmer cricketer, should know. Unfortunately, you know, I, I, I had to learn on me one. I had people like were just told around me. I have to give thanks to people like Keith Simmons and Jeff Booms was around as well. And then I had obviously guys that would give you advice about cricket and so on, the Carla Best, even Courtney Brown, different people that would produce that. So you, you kind of have had a situation where all these different people that were not your dad teamed up to help you and develop your game. But if you have that dad within that household, there are things that you learn. For example, before you come to school, you will sit down and you will learn two and two before you get there. You don't have to come to school and learn two and two because your mommy is going to teach you two and two before you get into school. So if you have a dad at home with you all the time, there are things that your dad can prepare you with. There are things that your dad can tell you. You understand? And let me say this now. Right? You have Craig Braffitt. I hold Craig Braffitt in very, very high esteem. Not the only reason that because he's a he's a black rock man, he's from down by me. But I think that Craig Braffitt is a good guy. He's a really good player. He's a good player. He has a different style, but he understands his game and he does well. He has a good brain. And he's very, very, very well supported by his dad over the years. You understand? We had guys like Jason Holder, Jason Holder as well. His dad Shea supports Hope. him as well. You Shea understand? Shea Hope. Kyle Mears, Kevin Stout. Yeah. All right. And the list goes on and on. Jonathan Carter as well. All of these are guys that are supported by their fathers. When you look up and look around, you can see the fathers around the cricket. You understand? And, and that is important. You understand? So fathers have to put their hands up. Fathers have to get with the, with the program. Mothers cannot do it on their own. But I, I take my hat off to the mothers that try. Because I can tell you, my mom tried. You know, she was able to still make a little hand of me. You know, I give thanks to her for that. But if you have, you, and I, but the thing about it is, I had a pretty good support system. My grandmother was there. My great grand, my great uncle was there as well. So I did not. She did not do it on her own either. She still had a support system. So you see what he's saying? It needs support. 
Yeah. You understand? So if any of you guys are aspiring dads and you, you end up bringing forth a little boy, make sure that you guys are good fathers because it's important. And I see it as well, even in teaching as well. You need a household with both parents to support. You understand? You need a household with both parents to support in order to take this thing forward. Um, obviously, you know, in terms of even knowing um, the next stage or the next step, I want to know in Barbados if a scholarship is a secret. I want to know if it's a secret in Barbados. Like, you don't ever hear about the scholarships. You don't, you, you, there's somebody in the corner, like, only certain people that get scholarships. This is what you want to understand. It's baffling me. Like, only certain people, children, is get scholarships in Barbados. You don't hear about that. No. A friend of a friend that know. Yeah. Like you don't ever hear like you, you you ever hear you ever hear a man from here forget scholarship yet? Our friend Deacon's farm. <laughs> I'm serious. I never hear about nobody from these places get scholarship. Yet. I mean, like, I wonder if these things, these things is immune to people that come from certain places. Yeah, like, that oh. wrong, man. That is wrong. We have to be able to provide more, more opportunities for people. We need to have people working in the Ministry of Education that are going to different countries and stuff like that and, and seeking out scholarships. You understand? Our people should be our biggest resource. So the more people that we export, you understand, and they learn and they work and stuff like that, the more likely we're able to get some money coming back in the economy. And let me tell you something. People can talk with a light. I used to mind up on the dream chase. You know, I call it a dream chase, man. I woke up on the dream chase. I woke up on the buccaneer dream chase. You know that. And let me tell you something. When you go on the buccaneer dream chase, they got about 10 cricketers, 15 cricketers on the board. And what the cricketers doing? They cricketers buying drinks. They cricketers buy tickets. Watch is my man. Watch is my friend for years. And you see Kimar Watch? I believe in Kimar Watch. Kimar Watch is the man that's jumping my band all the time. Once Kimar Watch in Barbados, Kimar jumping in my band. And you know what my band doing? It can pay some people in the community that ain't got no money. It can stop a fella from robbing somebody. And that is important. You understand? So people can talk about it like with cricketers. Cricketers are important to the society and to the economy. Tell me 10 doctors you ever see from the back in here. Serious. Tell me 10 doctors you ever see from the back in here. <laughs> <laughs> people in Barbados watch the wrong things. You know, people is watch. But look at Ross and God BMW or look at Ross and a new Mercedes. Them is the wrong things people be watching. Yeah. Watch and see how many people this man can pull along with. You. Watch yeah. what he's doing in the community. Yeah. Watch his double woman next door and buy a brandy, you buy a little Hennessy, a little whiskey. Yeah. Look at them things. Them is the things to look at. <laughs> you understand? Don't look at people with Mercedes Benz and the BMW. The fella gonna go watch him. Well, the fella go watch him. Gotta do a cricket. <laughs> These are the things that people in Barbados is focused on, huh? the wrong things. Yeah. But I know for sure that there are cricketers in Barbados that just help, that just do things. And them is the things we need to focus on. Yeah. And the people that are watching, what do they do? Yeah, yeah. They don't do anything. This but they're watching the cricketer. Look at cricketer, he got bare stairs. Like, so what, he buy that from downtown by Pug. So I plug <laughs> a pair somebody. <laughs> That's where we coming from? Yeah, so that's a fact, yeah, we got that. Uh, a, you do have a point there for sure. You know, I'm telling you, I know you have a point. Yeah. Please focus yeah. on the wrong things in Barbados. Yeah. Focus on the right things. Look at it. These cricketers always got in the stalls and this thing and that thing. Please focus on the wrong things. I love young people, man. Yeah. I love young people. Young people is a way forward. You understand? I remember when I was young too. Where young, I, I, I know you tell me, so, oh, cheese on right, Jeff. You get here right quick. 
<laughs> let me tell you something. Are you hanging out with young people? Are you, are you hanging out with no old people? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you see, young people is a way far. Young people got ideas. Young people are bright. But young people got talent. Let the young people come forward, man. Start hiding the young people. We just always use the same old people all the time. So wait, we go university. All of us here went university. All of us got a degree. And then you know what's made me laugh? When you look upon a upon a job application, you must have three years job experience. Oh, oh, boy, boy. Boy. <laughs> you start low, boy. You start low. You start <laughs> low. Man, you want five and six years. Correct, yeah. correct, yeah. JP. Yeah. Correct. If you don't hire young people holding got experience. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> Can't hire experience. We use the same people because we, we, we in Barbados, right? Barbados is really too Barbados is what you do. I just see something, even though I sit on this watch and things happen, they shit my head. It's a cheese, dog. This place for real, you know what I'm saying? This place made for certain people, certain people is to live and other people is to suffer. You know what I'm saying? Coming from so the poor boy that got talent in cricket now, he can't come out and play in the cricket. You understand where we coming from? And you know what's gonna happen in the next couple of years? He talent gone, he talent gone. And next thing is for me, Westernese cricket does not have a succession plan. You imagine that they may start grassroots cricket and kiddie cricket, grassroots and kiddie cricket get stopped. Disgrace. And we we put in our tournament, so I think like on the 19th, Westernese team was chosen this year. How? Like I followed that player on the 19, I followed that player on I followed that player I followed that player on the 19th cricket last year. He can't improve. So, so, so he can't improve. So it means that. Like, that our seven men come, I pick and call him more. I pick and yeah. rule. Uh-huh. But what about my man, Jason? So he ain't improved from last year. Yeah. So you yeah. take up these men, and you go and choose these seven men, and you go follow that with the improve. You imagine a fellow who I'm saying, with they works so hard at my cricket, and I have a guy you've tournament to showcase the exhibition with talent. That wrong. Yeah, that wrong. Yeah. And yeah. the yeah. focus yeah. in cricket can be at the top. The focus in cricket got to be the foundation. You could tell has me why. Has it's to be. Yeah. And you could tell me why. You you see, um, I love the sports council. Don't get me wrong. But you see the sports council. You see, you see, the things, JC. You see, you see the structure of that. Like we don't have a, on the thirteenth tournament. You imagine that we we depend on 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 refer to put on his on the thirteenth tournament in Barbados. After that. After that, you don't even have a tournament in the Caribbean. And we started with the foundation. So the foundation boys, the foundation of the cricket has to wait on the 15 to be able to showcase the, their talent. To showcase the talent, correct. Complete madness. Yeah. And yet we just got something called the common interest examination that we see <laughs> at 11 years old. You have to sit this examination in order to showcase what you're learning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They tell you something is wrong in Barbados, you know. We got some people that I talk, I talk that I, I don't understand it. Like, so in academics, you gotta do common entrance at eleven because you went to school and this is when you're gonna exhibition what you have learned in these these years. But what about in cricket? What about in football? So if we start doing that and structuring the development of your young players, you don't think it would be better off? The cricket wants structure, brother. Cricket wants structure. You got to structure cricket. You got to structure education. Cricket is education too. You know what I'm saying? So you have to create a structure. How can you be the to me? Wrestling is last in cricket too. Wrestling is last. How can we be last in cricket and do not have 
a succession plan. We planning yeah, yeah, yeah. tournaments. We yeah. planning tournaments and paying and putting adults in bubbles and all kind of thing to make to, to allow them to play the cricket. Doing the same foolishness all the thing. Yeah. Yeah. The same foolishness all the thing. Yeah. And we are not focusing on young people to get them to correct certain things from young. Don't make the mistakes that these fellas made. Because you know everybody want me Chris Gale. Chris Gale was a special talent, so everybody can't bother him. But we know how to, a tournament there where we had guys like Williamson who are batsmen. So we had batsmen who outscore swipers. Bashers. Yeah. Yeah. So so I'm saying, like, where's the focus there? Is there anybody saying, but fellas, when I, rec- when I recognize anything about this cricket, you realize that Williamson and MA that we call pokers met the most runs? Nothing so that nothing ain't happening. What's the plan going forward? What's the plan for 2022? There's none. Uh, Are we gonna have a tournament? So why don't we start to structure it and say to young players, guys, we have to be able to prepare on the 15, on the 19. All these guys have to prepare to go and play tournaments in the bubble. So guys at the senior level have to go in bubbles. I youngsters to be in bubbles sooner. Then they go, then the little boys learn to be in bubbles and they go and play some cricket too. So the same way you pick all these men to go in camp, to go in camps and stuff like that. You could have picked the same teams and have a tournament. Uh-huh. You could have picked the same teams, but the same way you, put, you bring and put them in camps. You could do the same thing and bring all the teams from Barbados, Jamaica, Leeward, and all kind of people places and let them play the tournament the same way. Agree. But we ain't do we ain't do that. We, we do something completely different. I, I, these people don't think through these things, you know. You, so you could have done that and allow for a fella that would have developed from 2020 into 2021 to showcase his talent. I mean, we, we got a whole set of maybe pick a World Cup team and, and they see half the talent in Caribbean. I agree about it. Yeah, yeah. We're about for it. So maybe pick would have like. Basically, yeah, maybe it would like yeah, madness. So, got main home that work hard at the game and stuff like that, and get a chance, brother. You know, great, JP. Appreciate you got a little main home that probably going crying. But let me tell you something, right? You see, cricket people just don't understand what cricket just do to a fella, you know. You know, if you do well, you had a good weekend, you score 100. You see, Monday morning, when you go to school, you shoulders up, your chest up, you're confident. Yeah, cocky. You you're, 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 you're cocky. You're going to do well in your school work. You're going to do well. So you imagine that you practicing, you're doing well all the time, again, on fair time, and getting an opportunity. Because you got the most murderers, like the men, the near, the fellow, Mason, and them boys that <laughs> never do nothing in life, that as the things to walk or you don't for, oh, he's not technically sound, but yeah, technically sound, but again, he runs. And and the boys that them is them is got man crush man and scoring the runs. But oh oh god, the tanny is so sweet. Oh, he's so easy on the eyes. Oh, <laughs> but they scoring the runs. They scoring the runs. And she let her is listening to them boys. Can't yeah. understand. So she let her is just drive wrong. All them is do is good. Her JP always just said that she let her and Barbados is only good. Certain grounds. I used to call your former club and a couple yeah. others. And yeah. Russ. They're just here playing radio, so you ain't yeah. seeing for yourself, and that's wrong. And that, and that, yes, that is definitely, definitely wrong. That so. You could set up scopes, you could, as you said, get some more young people involved, broaden the scope so you could cover more bases and come together and have a meeting. I say, Well, Fed, um, you was doing the north for you, observe who the players don't you observe. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, Aki Nero, Damian, really Jason Clark, they the the 
you know, the batting, I see some very good all round skills. I think we should bring them in. He can't put them to test. That way, you could, so man will feel encouragement to you. I can play for, for uh, Maple. So, you know, uh, large, the club, yeah. I can, I can get a chance. The selectors just be down here watching. I can showcase my talent. But if you want to go into three clubs and then listen to Andrew Mason, Keith Holden, and then that boy's playing radio, what the cricket ain't going to be like, ain't no way. So, yeah, you can be lost. You can be lost. And the next thing about young people, too, right? And that these people don't understand. You know, like, I used to hardly go on Facebook. Young people is going on Twitter, Instagram, that kind of thing. You got to get people involved in the cricket because the marketing in the cricket got to be amongst young people. So, people like you guys, you guys should be involved in the cricket. You guys should be having a bench talk at different grounds. And when you guys tweet and stuff like that, and a fellow like Nero that got enough girls, the girls will come to the cricket. <laughs> yeah, so the girls will... <laughs> That's good boy. Yeah, so the, the, the people will come to cricket more because I'm saying, like, you got to get young people involved because the technology now and stuff like that is lending to that. Nobody, Andrew Mason, I would be very surprised if Andrew Mason has a Facebook, has an um, Instagram. I'd be very surprised. <laughs> <laughs> What I'm saying is that, you know, you want to get young people involved because young people being involved will bring young people to the cricket. I'm sure that oh, if right. Colin, Moore, Colin Moore is commentating on the ground and you tell a couple of your friends, Colin, I don't like this ground. Come down here. they got some drink specials out there again. Guinness Street for five. You understand? Oh, people level. And I mean, like, if you got, like, you have a Jaguar. Jago the champ at one the grounds plane, or you know, you have a surf rat. We know a surf rat could be at all the grounds, the grounds burst. So, <laughs> so, so, so the, the ministry, the, the government hire surf rat to do public service announcements. So, the BCA can hire surf rat too, now. Yeah, and let people true. come around and watch the cricket. They may not necessarily come to see cricket, but they come for the entertainment, oh. and then the entertainment. Would, would turn into some revenue for the clubs. I remember during COVID, you know, in Paris, we, we had to do a couple of things to try to raise some funds to, to pay one or two bills. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, things things were hard. No, no cricket is playing. Nobody's coming to the club. Um, you're on curfew, those kind of things. And you still got people to pay. The, 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 ground, the ground still has to be kept and that kind of thing. So what are you going to do? So, uh, like, to me, you got you to gotta be innovative. Like, every year... Every year the BCS will be holding a fat joint crop over. Every year the BCS will hold a big fat joint crop over to help raise some revenue and, right. and invite all the, the clubs to have a, a, a go have the cricket as events themselves. Yeah, cricket cricketers hold their own events, so they could be brainstorming with the cricketers and hosting massive, hosting massive man, and, and and people and a lot of cricketing stars are there, so tourists might come in and, and decide they want to go to. I'm just gonna use it for a uh, you know hit wicket. They like wanna call the fat hit wicket or whatever the case may be. I don't know, but you should be the BCA should be a part of the culture as well in terms of raising funds. Um, each week you should go around. There should be a different focus, a different club um, that that everybody would join together. And I mean, no, you can't do it in COVID, but you would join and you would go to this particular club because they have a little fat on and. Be going there to support and yeah, move around. JP, that's fine and dandy that's right. But we know who's operate BC. Beer war heads, man. Yeah, beer war heads. And the thing is, 
Like I think there's a young fella playing the BC board. He's over lovely. He's metal all noise. I think they go really F Corn F Cornet. I man really love the cricket in Barbados and they really, really care about it, which I, I know they don't. You gotta get somebody coming in at Kerrigan and said, Let me get some young people here. And let me roll them into this cricket. Man, let I'm me get you what's happening with that elections, right, brother? You see it happen in any election. You see it happen in elections. They may have gone call up thirty that in fight. You understand? I'm bringing Barcelona. I'm gonna say who Joel. I want Joel, man. And twenty others gonna say who I want Calvin. Ten gonna say I want Condi. And the young man, he ain't getting a boy. You understand? That's what's happened. But I used to say something. But it ain't. I don't mention it. Uh, we talk. You got to attract young people by doing young people things. Yeah. I told somebody a, a couple of weeks ago on the BCA website. Imagine I want to go on the BCA website to pull up stats for a local cricketer who is on the app. And I am greeted with the BCA website on the construction. This is for months. Months on. But I will tell you months. Yeah. It takes them months. Yeah, it, was, it was months for sure. You know what I'm saying? It takes them months to fix it. It should never be. So that show you how serious that show you how serious we are about sport. It's like we just got this laid back mindset like all right, we could do it this way and keep noise and saying one another, but that ain't gonna happen. Every time you recycle the same people in in in, in BCA positions, Conde, Joel Garner, Calvin, Conde, Joel Garner, well you can get the same results recycle. You have to get young people into sports. You have to get young people involved in things. But young people, you ain't got to be 27. Young people is 30, 31. You got some youngsters out there that created. I see government now pushing young people with the arts. You know what I'm saying? Painting murals all over the place. But these are things that it shouldn't take significant things to do. Like These are things you should do to encourage growth in your country. And the look good you know too is a, is a breath of fresh air driving. You driving and you seeing these playing walls out of playing. I just look this. Well, I encourage you. It's lift, it's lift your spirit. It's lift your spirit. You got a lot of young people out there in, in, in positions with degrees that are in school and study. Yeah. Send these people who don't qualify. When you check, you're going to treat grapevine and peel off layer after layer after layer. Then no one find a country to write and come through. They say a country that. That's what it, we can be out square one for a long time, JP Boss. Yeah, yeah. I hope I I hope it changes because I I I fear that due to this COVID situation, cricket give me in real trouble when it's time to restart. Yeah, I tell you, I cricket give me in real real trouble. I, Especially I, with the I American think, market and England and stuff like that. A lot of men yeah. go over there for the, for the money, and nobody ain't here getting money. Correct. So it can be hard if I go overseas and met ten grand. If, if a lower level player go overseas and make 10 grand, but that's a no brainer. That's, that's a no brainer. That is a no brainer. But fellas, <laughs> what up? We all know that once Americans pick up saying I put money yeah. in it, what gonna happen? Yeah, and so 10 grand is meant is though 10 grand is probably the best. You don't see work out about there just now. You think yeah. America foolish? You think America foolish? The next T20 work out after Australia is the Caribbean yeah. and uh, USA. America. Yeah, American get your finals and we can get your semi finals. Watch, I said it here first. Listen, man, it be a small game contract for 250 million guaranteed. Man, man, man got money over there. 
And yeah. if a billionaire, like, man, Mark Cuban, let me see you. This cricket here taking off. Let me buy a team. When a man buy a team, this team can got everything it need. For them, man, can make sure they got people in positions. Make sure the, the club and the franchise be successful because that's more money for them. So, mm-hmm. man, like Jerry Jones, that got the richest, the, the, the richest, the most, the richest club in the world, Dallas Cowboys as a franchise. He might just build it from growing up. Bill it and Cowboys ain't been a Super Bowl in about near 20 years, but the branding mm-hmm. and the marketing of the Cowboys, America's team. All right, man, it's only a matter of time, as as JP said. But as the fellas don't look to kill the blocks early, as you said, we can be behind. Yeah, we 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 way behind, man. We way, way, way behind because we I don't there's even a plan as into what, what's gonna happen for next year. I don't even think there's there's a plan for that. So I know for sure. And then we're doing a lot yeah, of there's a, there's a plan. The hoping that when the English come, the COVID numbers go up. <laughs> that I can send in the cricket again. Yeah. <laughs> That's the plan. And then, and I, believe, then, I believe even that England series not even BCF for a site. I didn't know that was looking for. That was the government saying, this is a revenue opportunity. We, we got to live with the COVID. Stop trying to dance wrong and run from it. Yeah, hmm. let me... Let me get some tourists here and let me get some cricket guys. Or right, Barmy Army. Yes, yeah. traveling to the ashes is thing. But oh shit, it'd be pretty pretty cool this time of year to imagine that. Let me go the other way here. I want sunshine. Yeah. sunshine. To get solo. To get solo already. To get solo. Yeah. For the for the ink from the England coming though. English tickets. Mm. Yeah, but you know, England, England loves Barb they love Barbados and, and those people yeah, coming to well. have a lager. Uh-huh. <laughs> As you JP said, like in terms of the, the, the T20, that part, I believe, like you could play music on the ground. So, I just said, you ever gotta get the serve arts. If you got a young DJ in the community, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, very good idea. Showcase a DJ, yeah, yeah, do something, do, do something different. We got you can't keep doing seeing things over and over and over. The cricket is boring, the cricket is there's no life in it. Nobody wants to, you know, nobody wants to even patch an easy bar. Because if a guy with cricket and he ain't getting a vibe, he ain't buying the drinks. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? That's the, look, every club should go a kitchen and every club should have a bar that they can make some money so they can pay the people. Uh-huh. You know, right now, nothing happening. So you, you can imagine how clubs struggling. Yeah, you know okay. what I mean? So you got you to do, do better, man. We we have cricket, yes, but you can't just have it. You got to put work into it. You know what I mean? You got everything in life is work. If you don't work, you're gonna lose it. If a guy don't work on his talent, he's gonna lose it. As a fact. Simple as that. You know what I mean? I if you don't that. work on a, a sport, if you don't work on tourism, we're gonna lose tourism too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We, we we gotta start looking at some options. Um, for me, I, I think that we really gotta improve on our sporting infrastructure so we can start getting people to come back here. More people. I mean, things like simple the cigarette service tournament. I remember playing in that tournament as a little man, and that tournament has really dwindled. That tournament yeah, has increased. That, that should be a staple forever. Like that should forever. be standard. Yeah, and and I standard. mean that that's tourism. That's sports tourism. That yes. brings that brings a lot of people into Barbados and stuff like that. Right. And that's something that you really those things you gotta look at. You know, tourists uh, still come down here. Plenty, plenty, plenty. Big, big. I tell you, I love playing and, and the, the parents there, women they're going to be in a suit and, and a skirt and, and the chair sometimes. But for that, 
yeah, and the boy, middle caring world, like yeah, they don't get a hassle here. This is kind hustle. of big parties, correct? Big touring parties, and correct. Yeah, I, 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 I really want to know. I mean, I am in education, but that I really want to know. Like, I would like to be a, a flip on the wall in the Ministry of Tourism. Uh, I really, really would like to know or hear like ideas and what they really go after and how they put things together. Because for me, for sure, sports is one of the very big fat, um, factors that could pump some money into our economy. Sports tourism is a good investment. So for me, I would like to really be a flight. I would like to hear what they plan. Like, what do they really plan or how do they plan to get people here and being a part of Barbados and stuff like that. And I mean, especially during the summer, when a guy take a trip down here and you could take a trip and get in some crop over, get in some cricket, get in some football, whatever, you know, and then you can ease off to a little crop over event. You kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> That's true. You know what That's I mean? Like for me, I am so worried about Barbados because even let me just switch a little bit to culture because you have Miami Carnival now doing so well this year. What is going to happen to Barbados next year? Because mm. Barbara's Carnival is in August. Trinidad them say that I'm coming in August. And Miami Carnival. Carnival yep. Miami Carnival is in October. Trinidad Carnival next year gonna be in August. Yeah, they're bringing something called the festival effects. They're not doing jumping, but they're doing the festival effects in August. Yep. <laughs> and Miami so Carnival sure. is in October. So I want to really, I tried to, I haven't heard anything from the government saying what's happening here. So I really want to know where, where we at, like where we at, something as simple as that. Where are we at? We only studying cricket, but what will crop over coming next couple of months? And I, and of course I am very respectful of COVID because you gotta be respectful, but it ain't going nowhere. You can't stop home and say my COVID, COVID, because you're losing income and losing revenue. Crane gonna go up. All these things gonna still happen. You better get on. You gonna get on mass. I want to hear the government saying to to me, what are some of the other ways that I can defend COVID? Get more vitamin C. Plant more oranges. Get more grapefruit. I gotta buy more vitamin C. I gotta buy zinc. I gotta buy echinacea. Children take this. Children drink that. Children do this. Uh take the vaccine. Yes, I ain't got no problem with taking the vaccine. I've taken the vaccine as well. You know, I'm fully vaccinated because I, I work in with people, children. I, I want to have the, my reason is a little different. I want to have the greatest amount of defense against this thing. You understand? So I took the vaccines. I, I eat my vitamin C, drink my vitamin C, whatever, whatever you have to do, I'm doing. Because uh -huh. I, I, you have to move forward. You can't start home. Yeah, you can't start home and just like down and, and do nothing. You, you have to get up and work. You got to get up and do things. School supposed to start back um, January 10th. No problem right there. That's my job. That pays me. You understand where you're coming from? So you have to do what you have to do in order to move forward. We can't sit down and say, no, we ain't doing this. Like, why COVID is a viral infection, a viral illness? Why are we not encouraging people to go out and run around the pasture in the hot sun? Uh, you know what I mean? We you need people to go on exercise. People need to exercise, not be locked down. Like, go for exercise. Go in hot sun exercise. I, I know like in England and this place, you see people in the parks just sitting down in the hot sun. I mean, the sun up there is a little different, but I'm saying like, <laughs> get get some sun, get some sun because they're saying that sun is a good defense, uh, a good defender for this thing. So let me get outside, let me get outside and exercise. Let me encourage our people to exercise. 
And let me tell you something, right? In the last few weeks of coaching, I had about five boys who nearly fainted with dark eyes. Yeah. Serious. Yeah. And a good thing for me, I, I parents are always there to see. So the parents are like, wow. So this keeping you at home, playing your PlayStation is what this is what has done. This is what it has done to your body. This is what it has done to your condition. Like my son, my son want PlayStation real bad, but his mother says he shouldn't get a PlayStation. But nah, I get you gotta get it, man. Come on, <laughs> moms, you gotta give him it, man. Hold on, hold JP. He's he's no twelve, but oh yeah, JP, he deserve it. That tell you what, exactly. <laughs> you man. You start saying off, he deserve it. He deserve it. But he got balance. He got balance. He got balance. You're you're being called. You're being called here. The guys are discussing the PlayStation with you. No, he doesn't need it. She said he doesn't need it. Let me say this to you guys here. You see a PlayStation, it's the devil. No, no, JP, don't say it like that. It's a blessing. It's a blessing in this, guys. I can tell you why. Um, I come up Tell under the, the, the Nintendo 64, right? And the, the summers, your mother want to roam your street, hanging up by a company. Me and my friends, <laughs> they should be real good, but we want another house. Play again, she might so full there, right? She always just say, at least I know that I am my pain, the extra in the current, but I know that when they left home to go work, they want to give me this whole play again from morning to night. Fool give me there, and when they're mad trouble, and the boy can't call your name and nothing. But obviously, we the sister go sign our rumble together, but, but you play a game. So, just a healthy balance. And if you want things done, you want peace and quiet in your house. And the boy nagging you, yeah, please. <laughs> she may be able to put her foot away. Night come and just relax. See, she ain't gonna worry. Obviously, as long as the gray is still good. As long as the gray is still good. feed the dog. Hmm? Please can't forget you feed the dogs. Some you days. you get you feed ten dogs if you give one. Listen, listen. My mother, my mother used to use it as a treat. Dangle, no dangly carrot. It's yeah, true, You want play this here this weekend? Well, you got to clean your room, wash your school clothes, hang them up, put in line, put them up. Price it's your best friend. It's a friend. It's a friend. It's a friend. It's a friend. Yeah. yeah. It's a friend. It's a friend. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. 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 I don't Happy life, right? right? <laughs> nah, we can try. We can advocate. We can advocate. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's why you ain't getting PlayStation yet, boy. But I still, I still play it to this day. Call for me is relax. Like after a long day, uh, and I got kids. I got a uh, six-year-old and a uh, two, two, thirty-two. And to me, it's just relax. It's just all one. Like I just get accustomed as my niece to just relax. Obviously, it's exercise and thing. But that's just like that's just yeah. Uh, besides the sports, I think that's saying just go relax, like. I don't. I don't think like Rosson. I know Rosson is big on, on PlayStation. He likes PlayStation a lot. He uses it to relax for sure. But I think uh, when you get a little older, you, you can you tend to be able to control things a little better and get things. You know, organize yourself a little better. Your time management and and that kind of thing. That's something that I want to look bigger in the in the school. Time management, how to balance your studies with your cricket and so on. Because a lot of times, what's happened, your parents are saying, "Man, you want to play cricket all the time. You ain't doing the schoolwork." 
But there are ways that you can play school, play cricket and still do your school work. You just got to time manage, you know? So yeah. these are things that you got to look at. Yeah. I think that deter a lot. I think that deter a lot of children too. Yeah. Well, uh, JP, we want to, you know, thank you for, you know, no taking problem. time to join us tonight, man. We really enjoyed, really enjoyed your chat. Um, I and you know, we, we definitely, you know, wish you all the best going forward in your future endeavors and thing. You know, I, I really like the idea, ideas that you, you know, you have planned, you know, in terms of the school and bringing, you know, the education and, and, and the actual sport together. I think, like I said, that's a very good idea. And um, so, like I said, we wish you all the best going forward and thanks again for joining us tonight on the show. Yeah, man, I want to wish you, I want to thank you guys as well. And I want to wish you guys all the best. I hope that this platform continues to grow. Um, I gotta put a plug here for my friend Chanel because she she's always pushing this um this podcast and and so on. And there are people out there that are definitely listening to it and definitely like it. So I hope you guys continue from go go from strength to strength with it. I like it, man. It's you know it's it's informal and, and you can have a laugh. It's not it's not like a Mason show. So you <laughs> definitely have a good time. So you guys, I want to wish you guys all the best, man. Don't forget, JP. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah, the draw for him, so you know. No problem. I will get that organized for you. <laughs> then you get Gary to come and take it so I can send my tea at the vast needs called the needs the needs some box, man. Fellas to stand on box against PS. So yeah. It, it's true, it's true, man. All right, guys. All right, thanks a lot, Jerry. Very cool, man. I'll be good. Are you two guys? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, guys, yeah, we just had a good chat, David JP. Um, but before we go quickly, I want to just touch on the last uh, test match, West Indies versus Sri Lanka. I'm not gonna. We can go with this. We can go. 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 As we still found their new go-to spinner in Versailles. Versailles promote. Yeah, you're smart, you guys. My my Edi Hard, yeah, she like it, buddy. One game, one innings. I ask him. One one she like him. That must be about fifteen wickets in series. And we did it. Oh, honey, boy. And yeah, man, that's bush. But honestly, to be honest, like, I, I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't believe that Rashid is lost that game. You, you, you couldn't you? believe it, Jason? I can't believe That's that Rashid is lost the game. So, so Jason thought that before we get first innings, league, we didn't give it? No, I thought that we would at least hold on for a draw there. Sanjaya. <laughs> I told you about that. I, about that. I honestly could not believe. I only saw the last. I can't, really, I can't remember the, the, the score was when they had checked free best to prior to, to the end of the game. I just said, all right, at least we can hold off for a draw here. Then when they see the 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 the, uh, the score at the end of the game, I I I, I shot it. I I honestly can't believe it. Well, well, I, mean, I can be there, I can be honest though, fellas. I am bragging my legs. See. But none of games. I ain't brought my night's sleep, but none. I ain't tell me I ain't commit myself to Ghana. Nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I, 
I follow read that example, get it right here. My rest and my sanity important here. Right. I watched the beginning and and when we can eat morning. Exactly. Well, I watched when we can eat morning. You were lucky to get from me morning. And it was really, 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 you have called our series to love, right? Yeah, really called to love. Really, boy, to love to the game. Yeah, really, you caught that one there, really, boy. You caught that one there. Yeah, it was but to be the sure to them, though, Jace, uh-huh. I heard a stat there that no team don't really beat Sri Lanka in Sri Lanka. Uh-huh. They played 30, 30 games there, I think. They may win like, like 20 or something, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. That's not your problem, you know. Joru Pump a double upon them at that same ground. That's a one off. I didn't expect it to win, but I just, you just want to see Sam, man. Yeah. Just, yeah, I thought it was serious with it. I thought it would I thought it would have draw through Jess. I thought I honestly yeah, thought the man would have quite predict a one yeah. love, but not two love match. Yeah, they two love hurt me to see man. Two love hurt me to see. Two love hurt me to see man. But I thought I wanna chalk black with the cricket. Oh Lord, you do you do Chris Chris Gale's replacement? Blackwood and the cricket. I I wanna hit Lee Studio here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he talked with Craggy. And he's voice scanning, so he don't know. When I can't keep Jeremy and Odie Cricket. Nah, no, 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 no. He does it. Yeah, boy. Jeremy, my buddy, but it's all the time, Jess. And do what must be done. Yeah, so I'm about to say that for a my yeah, brother, close to the last series. He, he, pop, he probably be stuck at most. If they do, uh, I ain't gonna watch but, them. Yeah, probably yeah. be stuck at most. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. See, if he walks open, 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 I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we have certain things, man. I can't yeah, do it if you want. Yeah. I can't do it if you want. Yeah. But I, I don't know, boy. I see the cheers of my teams there, too. We guys take one of these teams, man. I'll let Paul Arhamstring hurt if you're a C career. I find out funny, though. Paul Arhamstring. Paul Arhamstring. Yeah, really, really say something. Go ahead, really. He played the remaining World Cup, yeah, with this year, hamstring injury. He played the cricket sets and no care got a Pakistan. Yeah. He got selected, though. He got selected. He was in it. Really, exactly. probably, probably my trying to secure player, my Matt Saint security player, player England here. Every good Pakistan got embarrassed, no, he might not make it to England. This will be the trend until the next World Cup. Until World Cup, yeah, anyway. Russell, they Russell, they're beating both people bowling their thing. This body, you got Australia, so I, it can be a hard thing for West Indies in this series against Pakistan. Obviously, my better team, twenty teams. Monday, my better teams in the world. So that's not day and night. That's starting day right. So Pakistan day and night. Afternoon. Yeah, I want to see somebody good. They can't win one. Yeah, I want to see some new blood. I want to see some new. I actually looking forward to just seeing some of the new blood play. That's all it is. Correct. That's why you're looking forward to. Call the spirit, call the spirit, ready. 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 Call the spirit
Let's say you may adapt to this level and on a scale just on a scale of one to ten your disappointment in the bottom in our series boy 11 10 to the hundredth power <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 I mean, you know, it was bad, you know, it bad, but it's, 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 it's really concerning, man. That's you know, true. Gonna, very, I very, very I know was the hurtful part. Guy like Rawson, Rawson's my guy. I like Rawson. Rawson was out there for his saying. Yeah, Rawson, like, no, no. Rawson, yeah, I was out there for his saying. I got my hurt, hurt in my heart. Yeah. You see that, yeah, look. Yeah, the fellas, the fellas, fellas really not sign up at all the bar. Honestly, the only thing was Dapper in our lower order position. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. That's been an eat them man. Last year, you comment you you have a review. Let's put these comments review. You real? Leave all these comments, Trevion. You you read how about today? That's all right. I go a twenty-twenty open up for who? Banks. God be wealthy. Our poor, our Portmore, our Portmore Cricket Club. Um, <laughs> I wanna touch quickly, guys. We saw the, um, we saw England yesterday being bamboozled by that Australian face attack, man. I mean, I mean. You, you watch cricket today, you watch cricket, man. It's just exactly cricket to see, man. exactly people cricket to see. Lord have his mercy, Josh. Here's a what a quality, Our, quality. according to fat orgasmic, man. Jeez, oh, oh, yeah, you lick yeah. cricket. Oh my gosh, cricket, look, man. I saw you talk about England. This English man here, one called Jason. <laughs> Five eleven for sure. Five eleven for sure. Four eleven for sure. Five 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 here already. Oh, and then you play the first game after not playing no T20 worker, no nothing. Martin, who's for the whole thing, like, nah, nah, this is your spinner. Yo, listen, Root gonna be in before the lunch in every game. Whatever they have my first, Leech gonna be in before what like Leech. I wanna be Brits off him. What's it? Want to find out he touch you? That's a dangerous thing, Fed. That is a dangerous thing, Fed, boy. Huh? You see what I read it? With this one, I thought England put up. I feel like he scored easy 600. Nah, I know. I'm going to take home, brother. I'm going to take home, man. I'm going to take home, Smith, boy. Man, freaky. They may get freaky, boy. They may freaky, boy. They may freaky. So you know they may get scored about four four hundred in this thing. Literally, I'm going to take home. Yeah, you know, they man who are going to have to uh, record Carp, 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 Carp
I say I make men over average 20 on Ampere. On my average in the 9.75. <laughs> I gabba. <laughs> I'm on home ground. That's what you're supposed to do when you're playing home. Yeah. You know what can happen yeah. there, boy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's 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 that was the right decision. Thus far. That was the right decision. Well, he can't go back to the team. He can't go back to the team. He's scarred. The guy back to the team. He's scarred, buddy. He can't. He can't go back. And they probably made the action for his love. You can't take that, man. Even if he can't then behind the scenes. I mean, if you see, when we was watching, you see the tandem and how they were operating. Like, yeah, because obviously he got the respect for Steve. Right, correct. But if he, if he, if he, be, if he behind the scenes, and he said, yeah. well, yeah. well, but Pat, I think that's what he, but he can't flick that toss again, no, brother. Right. 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 Pat is right. but for me, what was as Ray say has got just say got cricket, and then it's got cricket. You had a period where just the just the cream in it, you know, just the, and and yeah, we just walk out last night. See my player cover. It was a bit fine. <laughs> 40, 40, 40, they might want over cover boy. Look, put back, look, put him mid off either. He was judging put him mid off either three quarters or sending back. And later, but, but, next two over the season, I might You see, like machine bowling, I man in pads. Who does that? You got to love cricket, brother. Yeah, Man running yeah, on TVs yeah. look in cricket pods, so brother. Never there for hours, boy. No, hours, brother. There for hours. Yeah, different, different, different level, different level of commitment, boy. Different level of love for the game, boy. Different level, that is true. Different level. Was it? You have the latest score there. Hassan, I know you. You. You're always tuning. Of course, the one for 115. Moving merrily along, Warner's 44, 49 off 100. And no Lambertian as usual. Runs machine south, he bought 50. Wait, can you tell him? Smith, 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 the one. My only problem is Austria says Travis Head, though. You know, you get booed on it. But you see, he tells though, when he killed the bat, no, he played. It ain't matter if he's back for him. It could be 400 for two. Pat Travis had it in the runs. Yeah. Oh, Armour. Armour. Welcome. They had those matching like people ball here, though. <laughs> well, guys, we'll see how this um this this series... Uh, I mean, you'll see just where you know how it's going. We'll see how this series turns out. <laughs> Listen, the man was to make sense for four hours. First hour, we were next... <laughs> Man, 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 this is what got me. The man, Joe Root, when he toss, you left a t- one thousand one hundred centers. You can a bench, you know. You when he toss man, on the ground one top, not one of the two on That was the shock and, idea. And like, you, you play behind the proper preparation. You went um, back first, on a green ball. That's a joke. That's fifty. For, that's fifty for Warner there, fellas. So we don't know how it. We don't know how it going. Going, going, rooting for Usman to play cricket. 
like problem. Yeah. Anyhow, guys, um, <laughs> we had a good show tonight. Really enjoyed that chat with JP. Yeah, he, he love it. Yeah, great, great, great ideas there. Um, yeah, really enjoyed that chat. Hopefully, we can have him on again sometime in the future. And uh, once again, we want to thank everyone for continuing to watch the show each and every week. And don't forget to like, comment, and and subscribe whenever you do watch the show. Thanks again, and have a good night.